time when the fun begins. You may now have fun. We're not saying we're a type of mushroom or anything, are we? No. <laughs> okay. We we weren't a type of mushroom. <laughs> All right, just checking. Hi, I'm Phil. Hi, I'm Mark. And welcome to Organise Fun, the board game podcast, where this time we've been playing Fungi. There's no business this week, so it's my turn to read the box. Hang on, is it Fungi or Fungi? I did actually look it up because I was wondering, as usual, Fungi is the British and Fungi is the American. Okay, well, we'll say one each then. Okay. <laughs> I'll default to Fungi. You can default to Fungi guy. Okay. And then we pleases everyone, doesn't it? Anyway, a savoury card game. Who will be the tactically better gourmet in this game for two? Gather some mushrooms and cook them with butter and cider. Don't forget a basket and avoid the flyer Jarek. That's that's literally it. It's for ages 10 plus, takes 20 to 40 minutes and it's for two players. So basically the game out, like, yes, sorry, you were going to well, say actually, It's by Brent Povis. Good. <laughs> Well, I know. And who has made other games? I've just had a little look at Brent. Oh, okay. Tell us about Brent Povis then. So he does seem, he doesn't have a Twitter, unfortunately, because there's lots of people on Twitter asking that he should have a Twitter. But (laughs) But if they're demanding he should have a Twitter on Twitter, he's not going to see them because he doesn't have Twitter. Come on, guys. I I, I mean, I've only just quickly had a look. I feel like he is a name in the gaming world. Right. He seems to have this other game called Morel's Foray, which is also mushroom themed by the looks of it. Maybe he likes mushrooms. But also, it seems he's got a new game. Oh, no. Okay. This was from 2016, his new game. So a maybe- new game for 2016. Get in your time um, machines, guys. But I'm very interested in getting some other Brent Povis's games because there's one called Agility, right. uh, where you recruit dogs for a. Oh, God. <laughs> like a training thing. Right. Uh, they all look very similar. They're all like a small. They're like card games. He is a yes, card yes. game master, is Brent Povis. So I feel like people might have heard of Fungi. Yeah. Okay. Good. Shall I continue? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the best. <laughs> The game outline then is you have some cards laid out in the forest and they're different types of mushrooms or there might be cider or pans or whatever. They're all the stuff that you need to cook up some good mushroom food. I was going to say stew. It's not really stew, is it? Just cook some mushrooms. And there's some little feet that are where you're standing and you basically try and take forage mushrooms out of the forest and then once you've collected three of a kind or, or more, then you can cook your mushrooms in your pan and score some points. Now, obviously, there are some, uh, you know, elements that make it more complicated. So I'm just going to go through. So this on your turn, you can take five actions, can't you? There's five things you can do. So the first one is that you can take a card from the forest, nice and simple. The second one, you can take cards out of the decay pile. So each turn, at the end of each turn, the, the mushroom or the card nearest to you sort of goes in the decay pile in the bin and everything shifts along. So it's like, just because it's in the shop the, the forest cards are only there for eight or less because everything just sort of naturally so you've only got a limited amount of time to take a card that you want but if you wanted to but it, yeah. that, that's sensible because you're foraging for mushrooms and you know before you know it they are going to decay and absolutely uh, there's only it's a, a certain time frame to pick a good mushroom I think yeah leave it too long and those mushrooms are fucked and they're no good in your pan they'll taste like shit but yeah so one of the actions that you can do is you can take all the cards in the decay pile if you want and they keep refreshing so there's four in it at a time once it hits four you, they get discarded and so that's a bit of a risk isn't it if there's one card that you wanted in the decay pile but you'd have to take the three cards that you didn't want it depends how badly you wanted that card I suppose so there you go take a card take from the bin which makes it sound really awful doesn't it you can put a pan down you can't cook anything unless you've got a pan and you find your pans lying in the forest for some reason 
So having pans is a good idea. You can swap mushrooms, sell some mushrooms to get sticks. The sticks help you. So you can either take the mushrooms that are directly in front of your feet for free, or if you wanted to reach further into the forest, you have to buy, you have to spend sticks. I don't know. Are you using the sticks to reach them or are you using them as walking sticks to help you walk further into the forest? Don't know. But sticks help you get cards further away. I was wondering why they were sticks, but now now you've said that, that makes sense. So you're, you've got in the sticks to like maybe reach up. Maybe. Mushrooms don't grow on trees though, do they? They do. You see them growing out the side, like bracket mushrooms growing out the side of tree stumps, trunks. I was thinking that's a really bad Maybe trait. you use a stick to knock it down. Yeah. I was just thinking it's a really bad trade. Like I've collected these lovely mushrooms. Oh, can I have some sticks instead for them? <laughs> <laughs> you need the stick. Well, do you need the sticks? We'll discuss the sticks. <laughs> anyway, right. So pick up a mushroom, raid the bin, play a pan. What was the other one? We'll Buy some sticks or cook the mushrooms is the other one. You can actually put some mushrooms in your pan and cook them. Fine. Okay, well, I'm just going to take the Caprinus comatus. Well, I've got three of these lovely mushrooms here. I wish I could say all their names properly. Caprinium <laughs> scabarum. I've got three. I'm going to put them on my little pan. I'm also, I'm going to take another Caprinus comatus. You love them ones, don't you? Well, they're just right in front of me. I'm just too lazy to go walking to find anything better. Well, I will take the last Caprinus, so you have got plenty in your basket. I've got three Caprinus comatus. So I'm going to cook them in my starting pan. I'm just playing a pan. Well, I'm going to sell my two Corpius Comitases. I'm putting my pan down, ready to cook these lovely mushrooms. I'm going to take the three Lentinulas out the bin. Have you got enough space? Oh, no, that's a point. One, two, three, four, five, six. No, I definitely do not have enough space. Shit. Ah, shit, and they're all going to go. How I'm going to ask you, we always do this. How did you choose which to do each turn? What was your strategy? Because these five options, you can only do one of them and then that's your turnover. How did you strategize? Well, because you've only got an eight card hand limit. True. Unless you've got a basket, which lets you carry more. Exactly. So you also need three cards, three mushroom cards of the same type in order to put them down and cook your mushrooms. So you're waiting, you're trying to get three similar types of mushroom. And depending on the shuffling depending on how what comes up on the forest floor <laughs> yeah. that can either be easy or difficult or you, you think right I'm going to collect this type of mushroom because there's like two or three of them coming up on the forest floor in rotation but then if you miss out or they decay quickly and go in the bin and you can't raid the bin and then you're stuck with like maybe two what I, I ended up with like six cards but they're all like two different types so I couldn't get rid of them because I couldn't no, cook didn't have enough to cook and so as a resort I had to sell two for some sticks in order just to free up my house hand because I wanted to collect trying to get these like three types of mushroom I mean let alone trying to get four types to add your cider and butter I don't know about that so actually it is quite difficult it is my strategy developed it changed a few times over because I thought at first well I'll just do very logical is there a mushroom in front of me that I want yes or no take it then do I have anything but then I realized well there's only limited amount of pans right in the deck so should you always get a pan if you can always if you can get a pan 
surely a pan is what you need because you can't cook mushrooms without the pans. I'd hate to have like all these mushrooms and not have a pan to cook them in. So then my priority went to pans, but then it got more difficult. And I was like, well, I've got, there's no pans available. How do I choose which one? And I just ended up just taking, taking a load of mushrooms. And at the end, even though I won, I ended up with a hand like you of just like one or two not cookable, just a, a basket full of crappy mushrooms you can't do anything with. Yeah, <laughs> in a, a pan down, you need to do that. But that's a whole turn. If you put a pan down, you could They're lose probably it's cast iron. It's like probably it's a heavy pan. It's going to take you a turn just to get it set up, I think. Yeah, no, but as you're putting that pan down, mushrooms are decaying and whizzing by. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Someone has been trooping through this forest just dropping pans all over the place. I mean, if anything, the shit shuffling, though, does make sense because the mushrooms would all grow together, wouldn't they? So that's just a patch of auricularia auricula. You know what this means, though? Wow. At some point, there's just going to be a shitload of butter and cider, isn't there? Mushrooms <laughs> <laughs> will get ready. The cider yeah. deliveries here. <laughs> Now, there are a few other cards, you know, extra elements that aren't just mushrooms. So the first one I'll talk about is these moon cards, a mysterious moon. And apparently, according to the rule book, that mushrooms grown under the moonlight are twice as tasty. I don't know on the science of that one. But yeah, this random moon. And if you choose to buy the moon, if you, you know, forage that moon, then you pick up a random card from the moon deck. And that's just like a super strength mushroom, isn't it? So it's worth double the points. But you don't know what mushroom you're going to get until you pick it up. So I got a moon mushroom, but I knew that you'd already cooked a load of those. So the chances of me collecting a set to cook for myself, I probably wasn't going to get. Did you get any double point bonuses from the moon? I did, yeah. So I could use two cards to cook mushrooms instead of three. Yeah, I like the moon cards. One, because they look cool. And two, (laughs) yeah, because they saved an extra card and it's worth taking the risk to get some moonlit mushrooms mushrooms um, which again you don't know what you're going to get if you're fodging around in the dark in the forest trying to pick some mushrooms till you get home and look in the light you don't know what you're going to get no that's true would you not take a torch foraging with you what if you fell down a mine shaft or something i feel like this game is set in olden times when torches <laughs> weren't invented okay <laughs> okay but fair enough hands were and cider and but i suppose cider's quite old yeah cider's okay. well old cider is much I... older than torches <laughs> <laughs> but with, even if we're in the olden days you'd make a flaming torch then wouldn't you uh, i suppose so i suppose you can't I tell him you can't tell me that cider was invented before a flaming torch no flaming... no don't pull that shit you'd have your torch in one hand you'd have your basket in the crook of your elbow and you'd still have a free hand to pick up the mushrooms well so... you're obviously an expert mushroom wench collector <laughs> absolutely every weekend i'm off what word did you use scourging i'm off scourging for mushrooms <laughs> scourging is a real word is it though scourging. Oh, i knew it i knew it <laughs> <laughs> when you questioned my use of scourging I probably not in the right context of mushroom picking but there's I, a I would... scourge or scurrying I think you mean scavenging I think that's yeah, that's what's happening there anyway scavenging scourging for mushrooms yeah. well we did all that scourging what the hell is scourging <laughs> I mean you know rum, you know like <laughs> scavenging isn't that scavenging have you talked about the poison mushroom? I haven't talked about the poison mushroom. Why don't you tell us about the poison mushroom? Well, there is a poison mushroom card, a certain type. It's that red one with the white on that's like a really famous, like... The flyer, the flyer Jarek. 
Yeah. And it's very clear. Obviously, there's skull and crossbones on that card to tell you that it's poisonous. There's some negative effects when you take this card, obviously. <laughs> yes. As with most poison, there is a negative effect there. It's worse. So it decreases your hand limit if you have it. Mm-hmm. It decreases the decay pile as well, I think. What else yep. happens when you get it? Nothing, I think. Just mm-hmm. just that. So you, you have to bin off half your cards, basically. Yeah, probably because it contaminates your basket. Yes. So obviously, we're, it's coming along on the on the route and we're not picking it up in, when it's in no. front of us. Like we but then you anything. might end up, if there was a card that you really wanted in the bin, but there was also a poison mushroom in the bin, you'd have to make that sort of trade-off. Do I effectively poison myself and get this really cool mushroom or, or do I leave it? So mm-hmm. yes, poison mushrooms play a part there. Sign up today for your local fun patrol. Going on to the sticks then. So one of your actions, you could swap two mushrooms and get some sticks, which would help you reach further into the forest. My question is, why would you do that? So the idea is, so you've got these eight cards in front of you, which are coming along on the conveyor belt, as it were, and only yeah. the end two that you can choose. So when you have your sticks, say you had three sticks, you could reach and get, so like you said, the, only the two in front are like free actions. But if True. I saw a mushroom card that would complete my three that was further down the line, I would pay three or four sticks to go further down that line, three or four cards, get them one I want, rather than wait for it to come up in the rotation. No, that's true. But the only way to get sticks is to swap two mushrooms, two of a kind of mushrooms. Why would you do that, though? You'd have to, because like my theory is, why bin off two of a kind when you could just wait for the third of a kind to come and then you could cook them and score points? But you'd have to know or have to be keeping an eye on what's going on because, okay, so each card tells you how many of each, you know, so there was 10 Amaralelelia Fladadadas. So unless you were card counting, though, unless you knew, right, I'm never going to get another set of these so I can sell these to get sticks, wouldn't you be risking a potential pan full of delicious mushrooms because you swapped them for sticks? (laughs) But I bet there are experts at this game of fungi that are like, proper you know like when you count cards playing poker and you know exactly how many are in the deck and what's coming up and stuff I bet there's some fungi experts that know exactly which mushrooms have gone how many other mushrooms are coming up and you can really count the cards in that way yes because I speak, I mean like obviously you can see each other's display area with the pans and stuff so you could see okay right my opponent has cooked a set of those but you wouldn't have any way of knowing unless like you said you did some proper card counting of if any were in the discard pile would you mm, no yeah, the only time I used the sticks was just to free up my hand. I mean, I'll, otherwise, yeah, I'm happy to wait for the mushrooms to come along. Yeah, yeah, I just waited for those. Well, hang on, if you had two poisonous ones in your hand, could you swap them for sticks and get rid of them that way, maybe? No, because they don't go in your hand. They go straight in your display as like, poison, as a reminder that you've got the shits or whatever. <laughs> Without fun, there can be no function. What other types of cards were there? Baskets, they let you, they increase your hand limit. They're useful to have, I suppose. If you were collecting, holding out for sets yeah, you might but, need a few baskets um, what a basket on each hand a flaming torch a pan it's getting too, <laughs> too much of a load there I think maybe no I reckon you could hang more than one basket on one arm I think also I would be like that I've junk seen... lady from Labyrinth with all the baskets <laughs> Well, I was going to say, I mean, the, my only experience of mushroom picking is watching someone on like Country File do it or whatever. Why is it they always use a wicker basket? I've never seen anyone not use a wicker basket for mushroom picking. What else are baskets made of? What else? Just tell me another kind of 
Christmas basket. I mean, you could, you could take a plastic modern carrier bag if you wanted to, or a cloth. Oh, I suppose. Why it just do doesn't look back, as good, though. Why do you always go back to medieval times when you go mushroom picking? <laughs> yeah, but okay, right. If your only experience is seeing it on telly, maybe like real life people, they do go with their Aldi bag or whatever, but that's not going to look good for country file, is it? It's not going to be, they're going to be like, you. sorry, you're on telly, you're on the BBC, you've got to do this fucking properly. Here's a wicker basket. I think that, that must be okay. it. Okay, that must be it. Unless there's some bullshit about wicker helps the mushrooms breathe or something. <laughs> I don't know. It just goes, it just is the look, isn't it? A wicker basket has to be for mushroom picking. Yes, that's true. Or country it's vegetables. The, it's the only thing. I think next time I see a wicker basket in the shop, I, I expect the label to say perfect for mushroom picking. Compliance will be reported. What else was there? Cider and butter. That improves the cooking. You can add those to your pan, but you can only do it with... So you can cook three of the same kind of mushroom, but if you want to add butter, you have to have four of a kind. And if you want to add cider, you have to have five of a kind, which neither of us managed because the butter and the cider didn't come up till way later in the game. So quite a few of our big sets had already been played and already cooked, and you can only add them at the same time. You couldn't like posthumously add butter to a pan. That would be ridiculous. I think it would be really difficult to get five mushrooms even in this game. That would take your whole game to get (laughs) a pan of five mushrooms to add the cider. I mean, yeah, the flavour points at the end would be brilliant, I begged, but that is a whole effort. You have to, the order of things, like, I don't think I would try and collect a big set unless I already had a butter or a cider that I knew I was going to use. Because I wouldn't be like, oh, I'm going to save these five and not cook them just in case a cider comes along. Yeah, I don't know. Like a nice little bonus, but I think it all depends on the timing and the shuffling of when those butters and ciders come up in the car- in the forest. I like the idea mm. of mushrooms cooked in cider, though. Well, you'll have to try it, I suppose. I imagine not just any... I don't think mushrooms in Strongbow would be very nice. I think you'd have to do some proper country cider, maybe. And then what would you do with it? Well, eat what it. would you serve it with? I know you'd eat it, but what would you serve it with? Well, this game would be really nice. It's a Because it's a fairly quick game, because you because you go through the game ends when you go through that forest pile so it's only a certain yeah. finite amount of cards to go through and and you're going through two or three cards every turn yeah every turn one or two get sent to the bin don't they so so I think this some nice mushrooms on the side a bit of cider maybe some crisps rustic crisps it's you nice could play it you know like we did with drinking flux you somehow get every kind of mushroom listed on this in this game maybe not, not the poisonous, poisonous ones. ones and you're only allowed to eat them when you forage them yeah. and then if they go in the decay pile you have to throw them in the bin or when you actually cook them on your pan you cook them in a little pan in front of you <laughs> you have to have oh, like on a little camping stove that you just yeah. have yes okay yeah you that could play this in real life <laughs> yeah you could I suppose you have to know your mushrooms though well, like, we've got all the cards we've got the game uh, rule book that's, here with all the, that's <laughs> true. all the mushrooms just trust that I love, it did you know it is educational in the sense that it has all the scientific names you know the fladadada penalia or whatever whereas I'm sure some of them have like more common names than that, don't they? I mean, like, like button mushroom, stink cap, stink horn, closed cup, closed cup. <laughs> shiitake mushroom yeah I'm sure it mentioned in the rule book shiitake but nothing was called shiitake oh look it's got the names so Amalaria melia is honey fungus auricularia is tree ear oh Boletus adulis is the porcini mushroom I think they should have both names on the cards just just for ease of pronunciation to stop you saying yes I'm going to pick up this (laughs) yeah it was a bit difficult to describe them wasn't it yes but yeah well there you go Are we having fun yet? 
I think that's it, isn't it? Well, we'll, through... the rest will come out in the frag. It will come out in the frag. <laughs> it always comes out in the frag. Can't hide anything from the frag. Right, let's go for fun then. Well, I do like a nature game. Right, yes. And I do like, and it's got some elements other that I like a card game. And I like the, it, I mean, it's not, a, what do we call it? You know, the sort of rotating the card, the sort of shot, the, uh, the system. Is there a system of this game that you'd call? I don't know. I think technically it's called like set collection, isn't it? Because you're collecting three of a kind and two or whatever deck building it's slight it's deck building slight ish I suppose yeah I thought it was good fun and once you get the hang of it I think it does this is one where it will take a couple of goes so fun I'm going to say four I'm going to go for three mm. I think like it was it was fine it was good I think there's a number of elements that I wouldn't you know like the sticks I'm just like meh why would I the raiding the bin why would I you know I think I'm perfectly happy I'm just not strategic or advanced enough I'm perfectly happy to just keep waiting for cards to filter down and just take whatever's in front of me and if that works out then fine and if it doesn't then also fine <laughs> it's interesting it is a maximum of two players this game yes I mean you could play it solo as well I suppose but um, it's very rare actually you have a maximum of two on a game thing yeah there's not very many but then I can't imagine this working I mean because I was going to say it would be maybe would it be more fun if you've got like four people and you're all trying to get the same mushroom but then there'd have to be some changes made to the decay etc because otherwise the deck would burn through much quicker and you'd get much fewer turns mm. unless you played with two base sets like if you combine two sets together okay yeah okay three fine cool replayability I would say that yeah there's definitely more possibilities that now now I know it mm. like right okay actually I could keep an eye on what's in the decay pile and if three of my mushrooms are there I'd make sure that it's that or try different ways but it is fairly yeah straightforward I'd say a three I'd say three yeah, I'm also going for three. I think it's nice and simple, but because it is only two players and because like each game you go through the entire deck, so you've seen it all, like each game you go through every card and so there's not going to be any new surprises. It's just going to be, right, let's start again and see if I can collect a better set of mushrooms. This, do you know what I mean? Aesthetic. Oh, really good artwork on the cards, on the box, beautiful mushroom displays. Each mushroom <laughs> is framed perfectly with some woodland <laughs> picture with a cow or a deer or a little cottage um, I did actually did like that because there were a few times weren't there instead of trying to fanny about with the name of the mushroom just like the one with the cow on it <laughs> the one with the butterfly the one with the house <laughs> I think it's really really nicely done I'm going to give it a five. Oh, how exciting yeah you're just holding up the box I can see it <laughs> screenshot <laughs> Did I? You gave it a five, didn't you? I... I can't believe it's a negative. <laughs> no, I'm not being negative. I'm not being negative at all. I'm going to go for... Not even on fungi, the little eye is like a toadstool. Oh, God, all right then. Five for aesthetic. <laughs> Lovely. Isn't it pretty? Okay, yeah. Have Gameplay. the artwork a sec? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Illustration, Jarek Nocon. Ooh, graphic design though. Hans George Schneider. Oh, okay. I wonder what the difference between illustration and graphic design. I suppose illustration just... So Jarek will have done all the beautiful mushroom pictures, but Hans George will have like done the layout of the cards and the symbols and shit, right? He scanned it all in on the computer. 
computer, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he put it all together on Publisher. <laughs> right, gameplay. I, I mean, yeah, I, actually, yeah, 10 plus is the age, 20 mm-hmm. to 40 minutes, two people. I like that you've got the, again, a bit like deck building, a bit like lovely legendary, where you've got the cards that are coming up in front of you, so you know what's coming up, so you can sort of plan ahead yeah. as, as they come up on the conveyor belt, as it were. And I, yeah, I like that you've got your, your little pans and you're putting your mushrooms on the pan card to cook them and stuff. I like that. Really, really easy to pick up. It is a, it's a starter game. It's your, you're sort of on your menu of games now. It's your starter. It depends oh, because it's only two players though. Would it feat if like would it feature at games night? Oh. Maybe it'd be the ones you know, like when the last two, when some have gone home or before some have arrived. It's like okay, quick game of this. Yeah, that's it. Quick game of fun. Go or take it camping. Take it camping. Take it scourging. <laughs> scourging. Yes. Yeah. No. I, I'm. What was the what was the frag we were on again? I forgot. Gameplay. Gameplay. I'm going for four. I think. I, yeah. The, I think the two does limit it. Yeah. But I do. I did enjoy it. So four. Yeah. Four. I'm just going. There was a couple of times where we forgot to move the decay and empty the decay bin and stuff like that. And there's and like I think that's I don't know how that could be smoothed out. But I think that part of it wasn't so intuitive. Because like I'm used to, I guess, you know, like in Legendary, when you take a card, you know, like the bad guys move through the streets and they move along and they fill a gap, don't they? Whereas this one, even if you didn't take the card at the end, the next card along would still go in the bin and everything shunts for and it doesn't fill the gap. So no matter if you've got a gap in the line, everything shunts along anyway. So I guess maybe that's, I don't know, maybe that's just because we're conditioned the legendary way. Like if you played this without ever playing deck buildery types like that, you'd be like, oh yeah, this is fine. <laughs> but for me, that's a four. Ah, shit. We forgot to add to the decay pile on your turn and on my turn just then. So hang on. Well, we'll just carry on and do it next time. It's fine. I'll mess it up too much now. Okay. Oh, hang on. We forgot to empty the bin. Well, that gives it a frag of 15.5. Perfectly respectable. Hmm. Fungi then. Was it a win or not? Fungi. I'm going to say it's a win. Charlie Good. I did enjoy that it. That makes it 85.33 to the gamer. Lovely. Well done, Brent Povis. Well done, Brent Povis. You know, Hooray. I'm just looking. I mean, he seemed to be around a lot in 2016. Someone has tweeted that he was on Jeopardy. It says, watching board game designer Brent Povis on Jeopardy this rainy afternoon. That was 2016 though when I Google Brent Povis so um, there you go I hope you know the six years since have been good to Brent yeah I think yeah he just seemed very popular this fungi game good so, uh, yeah I'd be intrigued to see what else I'm I'm going to have to look up this agility dog training one I'm sorry what drew you to this <laughs> this is a game that you bought and you chose what's what what drew you to this well I do you know, I was looking at sort of nature games I feel like there is a genre of nature based <laughs> games and it just mm-hmm. looks fun like a quick fun game I don't know it just looked fun like cook mushrooms what a perfect game <laughs> it does go into the well, I don't know you know we've spoken before haven't we about like really niche concepts for a game like you wouldn't immediately leap on cooking mushrooms as a idea for a game but it does work I suppose yeah I, yeah, I love a cookery game I think should although be just from like a cooking point of view right on this obviously you can only cook the same kind of mushroom together what a fucking waste surely you want like a mushroom medley 
boom, chuck a load of different ones in, get those taste buds going. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't think. But then obviously, true. you know, for the game, that would just, you just play any three cards that you've got at any time and the set collection element would be lost. So I understand it as a game mechanic, but as an eating mushroom mechanic, no, no, no. <laughs> no, probably not. I doubt there's any expansions for this. Uh, no, but I don't think it needs any, does it? But I will definitely look up Brent Povis's other other games and see Excellent. maybe what this morales is. This looks that looks like mushrooms as well. Well, shall I shall I put it on the business for next time? Are you can you commit to having looked up some Brent Povis for next time? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's about it, isn't it? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, well another I've been great. Wait, uh, okay, stop. I've been Phil. Oh my god, stop. <laughs> <laughs> I've been Phil. I've been Mark. And remember, non-relinquum in Arca Reperculo. You can find us on Facebook at Organized Fun Pod. You can find us on Twitter at Fun Organized. And thanks for listening. Bye, Ludophiles. Bye, Bye. Bye. <laughs> Enjoy scourging. Bye. <laughs> Don't eat the poisonous one. <laughs> now it's time when we stop. Good night. <laughs>